Hey guys, what's going on? It's your, you know who I am. It's Adam. You know that you've been, you've been. How many, how many rodeos has it been, Brent? It's been. I know this because Transistor <laughs> FM tells me it's been a hundred nine, a hundred nine rodeos. And if five you, years, and if you've been on all those rodeos, I mean, wh- I mean, yeah. There's nothing more to expect here. <laughs> Listen, you know this bull. You know the ride you're getting. You know, you yeah. know the the eight seconds or so that you'll last. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to like continue this rodeo metaphor now. That's hit me unexpectedly. Yeah, you you, you know you know how Chloe Chloe Zhao's the rider goes. Hmm. That's a rodeo, right? Doesn't he? Yeah, say? yeah. He's a he's okay. a, he's a I've rodeo never guy. Seen it in a, just <laughs> he's a cowboy. Um, <laughs> doubt most of the listeners have, have seen it, but they should. Yeah. It's good. I want to see it. I seen um, but uh, speaking of um, Asian directors, uh, hmm. we're back to Akira Kurosawa and uh, one of his last films, mm-hmm. and the last episode of the season. So kind of bittersweet. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Cause this is, I've never seen this one before Same, yeah. dream. Is it a Kira Kurosawa's dreams or is it just dreams? Akira I think Kurosawa. I'm trying let me see how it is. Wow. It's a Kira Kurosawa's dreams. So yeah. Say like, like John Carpenter before like, uh, Jim oh. Henson, Oh, Jim uh, Henson. Remember him? Yeah. Um, Akira Kurosawa's Dreams. Uh, maybe the most fitting way uh, to title it uh, because it's uh, a movie essentially all about dreams that he had multiple times uh, over the, the span of his life. And yeah, I hadn't seen this movie either. And man, is this a different one? This is... It's a, a so ma- <laughs> weird. It's a it's a series of uh, vignettes, right? Vignettes is a them? good word. Of eight vignettes. Uh, it's very like magical realist, as it's saying here on the wiki. Um, and I just, I didn't know what to expect at all going into it. And uh, it was more, it was like more approachable and... Approachable? That's not to say that it's easy to digest, but I was, I was able to, I think if you're like, if you're like some kid in Brooklyn, who's going (laughs) to like wrong word, wrong word to to like the New York Institute of film. Yeah. Yeah. And was like, man, I need to write a paper about, Mm -hmm. 
you know, an old filmmaker and I want to, you know, impress my, like, my professor. I'm going to go watch Akira Kurosawa's Dreams. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you don't need to watch the mainstream Seven Samurai. No one needs to see that. No, no. <laughs> nah, man. That's that mainstream shit. It's you got bullshit in that movie. Yeah, yeah, man. This is like I was thinking about it. This is like I think easily the most art house. You know, if I can use that term, I guess uh, movie we've covered uh, on this podcast. That's I think bull- definitely. I don't know. No. Oh See, well, Rifen. Rifen was mm. like. That's fair. Pretty art housey. That's true. Yeah, and I even think this movie made me think back to Rashomon and just the kind of like, I think it, we did really interesting thing starting with that one and then ending with this one because they're doing interesting stuff structurally um, that the ones in between don't really always have. Mm. Um, but yeah, this movie, um, what I guess I meant by approachable is like, it's maybe a little heavy handed, in in parts, oh boy, like yeah. boy, like we will discuss in the in the latter half mostly. Mm. But um, I think I like got most of what he was trying to portray in like each one of these, uh, you know, kind of vignettes. And I, th- I think I, th- I wasn't sure if it was going to be that way because when I hear like magical realism, I think like, oh, is this going to be like abstract? And a couple of them are, but I don't think they're super abstract for the most part. But um, I don't know. I, I, I really liked it a lot and we can talk about our faults with it, but um, yeah, I really liked this one, but fuck it's dark. <laughs> yeah. Cause like we, I mean, we can just get right into it. Like when I, fir- when I first popped it on, it's like, I immediately noticed something and I was like, this guy has a, the opening credits are depressing. It's like this black, just total black background with mm-hmm. like, this uh what what is it the typewriter font yeah and white yeah. and it's just like that's it <laughs> and you're like oh god I, I was thinking to myself like oh god he's still nihilist boy like is he still being like i hate everything with this like because the, the music is very like quiet and it's just this oh, typeface yeah. that's just like I'm just writing here and there's nothing uplifting about like this. it's a journal yeah 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 Seriously, I, I, yeah, man. And it's, boy, I wrote down this joke and I meant to open with it, but I'll say it now. Dreams, more like nightmares. <laughs> Hold for applause. I'll put it in post. Um, there's, there's a couple, couple out there. And then I was thinking in the latter half, I was like, man, we talked so much about how depressing Ron or Ran is? I think it's Ron because that's what Steven Spielberg, Spielberg said. said. Yeah, in that video. <laughs> yeah. I think it is Ron. Um, it's a whole episode of us saying it wrong. Oh, well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and he said, hold my fucking beer. I'm not done being sad yet. I'm going to make a movie about like my darkest regrets, my deepest shame, and my disdain for my humanity. countrymen, for humanity, really, overall. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, and it, it, uh, it's, it hit me pretty hard, man. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. I told you before we started, but like, it's wild. This is PG because some of the shit that happens is in this is like some of the darkest thematic shit I've seen in a movie that I can like remember. 
and it's just it's it's wild, you know. But it's not it's not violent, you know, uh, necessarily. <laughs> so like it, you, it yeah, it's, that's funny because I don't know. Let's just get into it. Let's get into each of the vignettes because that's yeah, easy to um, for sure. Break it's it down. easy to go through. There's eight. Yeah, there's eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the first one is called Sunshine Through the Rain. And uh, I, I I always think that phenomenon, you know, for, first and foremost, I I thought I immediately thought about Kurosawa's like love for weather and his like recurring themes of of just recording interesting weather. Yeah, yeah. So it was only appropriate that he would like start off with something one of those because sunshine through. The, I mean, those are called um, what was it sun showers? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you have you heard of this? Is this this is so funny? Um, they call they call sun showers different things in uh, other countries. You want to you you want to take a a guess? This is a total tangent. You want to take a guess what sun showers are called in, in uh, other countries? Oh no, in the south. What do you think uh, it's called in the south? Oh, like gosh, um, like South. Okay, so like, like the states, yeah, the states, the U.S. I I have no idea. I can't even like think of what it could be. It's the the devil's being his wife. The devil. Oh, that's okay. That's very southern. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, like, other countries use similar like shit like that. It's not even like. So they yeah, it's, it's like weird. a philosophical. Uh. Like, like, let me just look into what is going on when the sun is out and it's raining. Mm. I've never even like considered that really. I mean, clearly that's what this short is doing. Um, See, like in, yeah. in, in, in Haiti, it is said that a zombie is beating his wife for salty food. Holy Devil shit. is sometimes interchanged for zombie. In Jamaica, the devil and his wife are fighting for a piece of ham bone. This is... I don't know why the devil's always involved here. And like, what is the origin of that? That's Poland, fascinating. It, it is said that a witch is making butter. Hmm. Well, that's, that's kind of fun. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, so that's some, fascinating. I yeah. mean, some showers are just like this very, I mean, it is a phenomenon that I think a lot of us like look at and think is very pretty, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, I was going to say like it, it has happened in Texas. It's, I feel like it's not, I mean, it's uncommon to rare, I guess, but um, I just have never put that much thought into how weird it is. But yeah, I mean, it. Uh, I mean, that's kind of what the what's going on in this one, and there is also. Let's see what's going on in this one. Okay, yeah, the, the kid. Boy. Yeah, the kid wanders into the woods, which we can only assume that is is a young Kurosawa. Young Kurosawa, he's curious. And, uh, you know, cause he, he hears about curious the Kurosawa. curious Kurosawa, get him at every children's bookstore, uh, <laughs> curious George joke. Um, but yeah, he's, he's curious about these, these foxes, right? Like his mom says, like, this is when they do their ritual is, is when the, the sun showers are happening and he goes into the woods and, uh, there's this very long sequence of them doing this like dance March is so creepy. It's really creepy. Yeah. Uh, but really cool. And, um, yeah. And they spot him at the end of it and he runs home Hmm. and yeah. And then they, they fucking give his mom a knife (laughs) 
and th- yeah, it's so wild it, because it's, 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 it kind of just reminds me of the old, like, uh, what, what are they called? The, um, what, the brothers Grimm stories, you know, yeah, like fables. It's, um, yeah. have you ever read any Flannery O'Connor? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like what rises must, everything that rises must converge. Is that what it's called? But it's like these very kind of like moral, dark tales kind of it reminds me at least the first few remind me a lot of her writing mm. um but uh what was i gonna say but i mean about, like cinderella yeah. is like fucking metal and stuff you know like yeah yeah gouging of eyeballs and yeah and stuff like that yeah it's um so that's what it reminded me of just like a just a kid's folk tale you know yeah it's uh i it's very yeah, it's it, essentially his mom says you can't come inside. Um, you need to apologize to them. They're probably not going to, you know, accept it and you're going to have to kill yourself. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, she was just like real casual about it. Like, you can't come yeah. in here or, or you got to kill yourself. Or yeah, and she had like barely any emotion. And yeah. I read that Kurosawa like really worked with that actress on like nailing how his mom talked. So that's fascinating and has like an even weirder kind of like deeper layer there. But I wanted to mention, this is kind of like a, an overall thing for this whole movie in that, like, I feel like this movie is something that it does really well. It's called dreams, but like, it's really good at capturing that kind of dream logic of like, you don't know why the characters are necessarily doing what they're doing. You don't know what their situation is. It's just like them doing kind of activities. It's them doing like on a mission and you kind of figure out what the kind of overall, like reason for it is at the end. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they each feel like dreams, like all the dreams I've had where you just kind of accept where you're at, even though it's like nonsense and kind of like, mm-hmm. like what really is happening here, but you kind of just accept it because it yeah. fits the logic. Well, I think, um, so yeah. And then the ki- this one has kind of a wild ending, um, where he kind of walks under the rainbow to the foxes. She asked, asked him for, mm. for she asked. Well, she's telling him to ask for forgiveness, and all the, you know, everyone knows that foxes live under rainbows. Yeah, we all know. You all, we all we've know talked that. about it on multiple episodes. I yeah, think. people know. So if you want to find some foxes, go find some rainbows. They're mm-hmm. like the Japanese leprechauns, huh? I guess so. <laughs> and when they say foxes, they mean the weird kind of religious uh, fox. They don't. Yeah, no, they see, they literally mean foxes, though. Oh, they do. Okay. Well, I mean, when I was uh, in Japan, like you, I saw a lot of a lot of foxes, like iconic, like yeah. They have. I mean, they're very well respected foxes over there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what's funny, I was I was playing Ghost of Tsushima, as yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Have you played it? No, no, I haven't played it yet. There is like. Um, there, there, there are fox shrines mm. there, and you follow, you follow the fox to the shrines to pray. And I was like, oh yeah, so I guess like there's a whole thing like with the foxes because like that game yeah. is completely inspired by Akira Kurosawa's movies. Yeah, it it has the Kurosawa mode. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's all Kurosawa, baby. Yeah, but yeah, he just goes to the a beautiful scene where it's the rainbow and the mountains in the background and all yeah. the flowers. And it was just like, it's like, it's like the criterion box cover. I think it's like, it's like one mm. of the most beautiful shots we've seen this season in anything. Probably mm. it's the kid walking like under the, the rainbow in this like orchard of all these beautiful flowers. 
What's the name of the guy who did the location scouting? Jerry? Jerry, you did a great Jerry, job. Jerry killed it. Um, <laughs> I was like seeing if I could quickly find. I know. Uh, I just, I just yeah. pulled Jerry out of my ass. Oh, we always got Jerry. Um, but uh, it's like, yeah. hey, 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 uh, Kira, you need a you need a rainbow and a and yeah. a and a valley. I got you, Kira. I got you a place. Easy, Listen. easy. It's in South Montana. We're gonna take the jet. We're gonna fly out there. Uh, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Jerry scouts in Montana or something. That's Jerry the scout. I like him. Jerry the scout. Um, but yeah, and it has a really fucking ambiguous ending where I was like, huh, I wonder what's gonna happen. And then that's what also, again, adds to the dream logic of it is it's like, nah, dream's over. Uh, we're yeah, just going I'm, to, like, I'm, like I'm thinking he just woke up. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if, if these are, if we are to take these at surface level, like, these are his dreams, like, transposed into, into cinema, then uh, that's where it always ends. And that's really fascinating because he, he doesn't know that answer himself. What do you think happens? What do you, what do you, what do you guesstimate happens to the kid i think he probably kills him <laughs> i think that's probably that's kind of my takeaway because the mom was very uh sure that I mean, she was not yeah gonna... like i believed her i was like you know what she's right if she was so serious about it like i mean and well, and shit. what boy yeah we're gonna probably do this on most of these but like what is the big idea of this one because to me it's it's more of maybe a religious guilt so or, Re- yeah. So I'm going to bring this to, because I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. Uh, do you remember, sorry listeners, but do you, do you, Brent, remember that video I sent you about Legend of Zelda and its themes and the Orcarina time? Yeah, yeah. So the Shinto religion is a religion i i don't know too much i only know very surface level i'm not an expert here but mm-hmm. the shinto religion is a it was made in japan because buddhism is also the main religion but that was obviously outside of japan so it's kind of a shinto buddhism is kind of like the japanese religion yeah and shinto is kind of like a pagan religion so it's like nature focused yeah and i bring up legend of zelda because in that in in that uh game as per the analysis video that I showed you mm. is uh, a respect for nature and man's man's will over nature ultimately ends in his demise. And, uh, yeah. I'm thinking that it's this young boy's curiosity of nature and being in places where he doesn't belong, uh, yeah. causes him to like, he shouldn't be fucking around with nature. He's like, these are, these are foxes who like are doing their thing mm-hmm. and they've been doing it for, you know, probably thousands of years yeah. and he decided to go pop in, try to yeah. interfere with it. And they caught one and I was like, you need, you can't do that. And so yeah. he, so the first, the, so the first one is him disrespecting nature and just like, you know, it, what's the, what's the, the classic, uh, the classic tale of curiosity killing the cat, you know, like all, you know, that whole yeah. deal, like, was it even, um, I was going to say like, it's the original sin for this movie. Maybe. Yeah. Like Adam eating the, the apple. Yeah. Cause he was curious, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that, I think that's really what it is. Cause I, I, for sure it's 
It's pretty simple. I think, know? yeah, and I think it uh, that theme very much carries into most of the rest of the vignettes. Like, so I could totally see that he's kind of trickling out that concept in this one and then hits it very, very hard uh, later on just to kind of underline and make sure you got the point. <laughs> mm. But, uh, but yeah, that's how that one ends. Um, and the next one is the peach orchard, uh, which also, you know, also does have, that same thing that we were talking about, that same kind of theme where uh, this young boy... Same actor. Is it? He looked a little older. I think he's the same. I think, yeah, I also thought he looked the same. He's the same. I'm pretty sure he's the same boy. Okay. Because he's the young dreamer. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he he is the same same kid. Okay, cool. Um, And this one is kind of all about the beauty of nature and the kind of guilt that this young boy carries for his family, essentially tearing down this peach orchard. Um, and it kind of plays out in this very, that's happening on the screen right now when we're watching it, but, uh, this like beautiful and like beautifully shot and really colorful kind of like musical dance choreography, um, on like these layered Hills. Well, you're getting ahead of yourself, man. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's back it up, boy. So it's the same boy. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's hanging out with his sister at his house. Mm-hmm. And he, there's a there's a girl dressed in pink. And his sister is just like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm hanging out with my friends. Mm-hmm. He's like, where, who's the other girl? And she's like, you're. Yeah. See, this is where there's some insanity, like dream logic, where it's just yeah. like. It's like, I brought seven. There were seven. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, there were six. You can have the seventh. And he's like, uh, what? Yeah, it's that weird confusion that happens when you're dreaming. And you're just kind you of like know. accepting like yeah. what's going on there. Yeah, for sure. And the dolls in the background, oh, because like he, he, he was like, the camera was like fixated on the dolls and then the, and the, the pink or uh, the pink, um, Zen tree or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm in the background that was really beautifully lit. I love that. I love the, the, uh, you know, the big, the pink tree that's like in the other room. Yeah. Yeah. That was really neat. Mm -hmm. And all the while, like it's back there and he's just like questioning his sister and all the other girls are just like, like what the fuck are you, what's going on here? Yeah. And he, he, they don't know what he's talking about. And then he finds her and then starts chasing after this, the pink girl. Yeah. And then he follows her all the way to that. Uh, oh, there's a there's a beautiful shot that I loved so much. Well, first of this this one had so many great shots, like the shot where oh, he's yeah. where she's in the doorway, and he like peeks out from the, the window, and the, and she's like perfectly framed within the door. Like that was so that, yeah. was, that was so nice. And then we follows her out. There's a great shot between, like he's. The, the the symmetrical shot where it's kind of foggy and you see the bamboo trees and she's on the right and he's yeah. on the left. Yeah, yeah. And I like that, one. that was where I was like, this is what I really like because it feels like a dream because of the kind of the, I don't know if he did something with the camera or he had just, just general fog, but it had that sort of like dream feel to it. 
Yeah, for you sure. Know? And he loves his fog. He always like yeah. has his fog in his movies. They look sure. like kind of like silhouettes, you know, and they're mm. looking at each other. I that was such a like that felt like a Legend of Zelda like shot to me. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- this one I think is. Yeah, I think this one, like, is the most beautifully shot, for sure. Um, and just the fact that, like, uh, yeah, I mean, then what happens next is what I was talking about with, like, the the dancers, and you're kind of wondering, like, what exactly is happening here? Who are these See, Jerry, people? Jerry again, man, with his location scanning. found this, like, layered yeah. set of, you know, and Akira Kurosawa was just able to shoot it fucking, like, four different levels and... It looks great. It so pretty. Maybe, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know how they plant things, but maybe the, the peach trees are just planted like that on the hills. You know, they have those levels to it. Yeah, That's I, I guess, yeah. It, he said it was like, an, it's what's called the the orchard, the, yeah, the peach, peach orchard. orchard. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I thought it was really well done. And, uh, you know, you have their whole, and I didn't really piece this together until kind of when it ended, where I, where it cuts to, you know, all the dancers are gone and they're now stumps and there's one lone kind of like little, is it a peach tree? It doesn't look like a peach tree. It's like a flower. It's like a, I don't do know. Do peach trees, they, they have, do they have pink petals? I don't know. I have no fucking clue. That's like, yeah. I'm, I'm, in my, in this dream reality, yes. It seems like a fact. Yeah. Um, and there's like one lone one left and the, the boy is just feels guilt mm. and kind of shame for that. All that beauty is gone essentially. And so, yeah, it's very much hitting the kind of like the guilt and the naivete of of youth, I think, in these first two Mm. like vignettes. And then they start kind of aging um, into, uh, yeah, how does that one end? Well, well, what's interesting is that like he, the the boy couldn't, I don't know if it was in the dream or not, but it seems like the boy couldn't comprehend spirits, so he used the dolls that he saw and, and his I guess I don't know, his sister's oh, dolls. You know the, yeah. the dolls I was talking about? Yeah, because they look they, very the similar, spirits yeah. were personified with as the dolls. Yeah. Because like I guess like he just doesn't I mean he has no other ways ways to convey or mm-hmm. understand things. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then they, they disappear into stumps and it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's all about his kind of like shame and guilt for, uh, like the, the orchard being gone and all that beautiful nature. Yeah. Cause he, being gone. they were, they were so mean to him. He's, they're like, you, you, you wanted to cut us all down, boy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's <laughs> like, I cried. He had to kind yeah. of prove that he was, you know, he didn't want that to happen. Essentially, it, It's funny. Cause it just seems like he was a, he was just a, it's like, you knew it was his dream because he kind of like willed one of the spirits to be on his side, Yeah, <laughs> you know? And she's like, no, he, he cried when all the, yeah, he cried when all the trees, he wanted to stop. Yeah. The trees need to be cut down. And he's like, okay, he's a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> then they, they kind of turn around on it. Yeah. He's a good boy. It's very much like from that, his, yeah. his dream essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and they yeah. all started doing a fun, a, a very beautiful dance. It was, it, yeah. it, it looked like, it looked like one of those, if you're on an airplane and you're going to Japan and it's like, welcome to Japan videos, <laughs> you know, like look at the culture. Yeah. Like, yeah. This, is, this is, this is a, uh, a dance that you'll see. And if you go to, uh, 
I don't know, Kyoto Park or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting. Yeah, because the choreography of that, it's like a pretty long dance number, dance scene, I guess. Um, you don't see choreography or dances shot that way very often because it's almost, he almost filmed it like it was a um, documentary or something because it's like uh, yeah. he's not cutting to a lot of like, you know, um, close-ups or really anything. He's like keeping it. Like, it's a show. Yeah, it's a show, basically. And it's like the part of why he's so zoomed out is because of how it plays on camera with the colors and the dancers interacting with the various levels they're on. Um, and it's just something, yeah, like really uh, cool to see him do after kind of the years of the black and white stuff. Mm. And um, to see him like utilize and weaponize color so well is, is so cool to see. Mm. Uh, and speaking of color... Not much of it in number three, the blizzard. The blizzard, um, kind of, kind of a, yeah, an interesting one. Yeah, this one starts off with like a bunch of mountaineers, and it was probably what is it like a good like five minutes of just like heavy breathing, in slow mo and like unclear kind of like it's yeah it's a, he's putting you in it like he's just like really putting you in the it, it was it's essentially me when i'm drunk at 2 a.m looking for a water burger <sighs> yeah just crawling <sighs> through snow i'm not even exaggerating the breathing that they do in this like <laughs> it's just, so heavy yeah. yeah the adr is like pumped up to like 10 like the volume for their breathing yeah it's very intentional about like how it sounded, you know, for sure. Yeah. They, yeah. Another speaking on that, like another thing that they do with voices overall in a lot of these, at least this one. And one of the later ones is, uh, there's like echo on the voices to certain characters. Yeah. To certain characters. And that feels very dreamlike. This one throws you. Yeah. Right into just a completely different scenario. It's so kind of dreamlike logic. Um, and they get confused about what time of day it is because it's like my watch says it's this time. And another guy is like, no, we just left camp. And it's uh, yeah, it's, this is when it's getting into a little bit more horror type stuff to me. And uh, there's some of that later on too. You ever, you ever have a dream where when you move, it feels like sand. Yeah. That you're moving. Through? You feel like can't move. Yeah. You're trying to run from something. Yeah, you know, usually I guess. Yeah. And I, I, maybe maybe he had a dream like this, like that. Like this I also, dream is that. Yeah, it could. It's, uh, what I was reading, I think just on Wikipedia, is that it's saying like the thing with that one that they're trying to kind like connect to with Kurosawa is that uh, he was a mountain climber. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that, which is wild. Yeah, so I, I I assume he may have had. May I don't know the the circumstances in this one are so fucking dire. Like it's amped up very much in in this one very quickly. Yeah, I felt like I felt like they were on Mount Everest or something. You know, like this is like they're a total fucked. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, they're essentially like sinking into the the snow. Uh, the three other climbers, except for the the main guy, is he wearing the the bucket hat? Oh my god, he is. Yeah, he's in this. Yeah. He's oh fuck. Okay. Yeah, I'm just because I realized it yeah. later that yeah, there's there's a main Kurosawa guy. And you know, you know because the bucket hat. Because the bucket that's, hat. That's that's the totem. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's it's the precise weight of his loaded die uh in this one. But um Yeah. 
That's funny. Yeah, because uh, he's he's in all of them. Inception, but um, Inception's a better dream movie. Uh, is <laughs> yeah, that a hot take? Yeah. Okay. Never yeah, mind. probably. We can we can get we into it. it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then essentially, you know, his his friends start fu- like giving up. They're getting like the snow is up to their chest. This guy's like fucking like don't give up. Come on, keep going. Because you're gonna die if you. We all know die. that. We yeah, exactly. Know that. Everybody's gonna freeze to death. Uh, and then he's visited by a mountain spirit. I always thought of her as like you. You have you heard of the old fort <laughs> folk tales, like the sirens, you know, like in, mm. in mythology and. You yeah, know, yeah, mermaids and the old pirates, like they, they would, um, mm. they would, they would make all the travelers go towards them to their certain death. You know, oh, yeah. that makes it. Yeah, it's like some Odyssey shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because like witches of the mountain type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, spirits. So that's why I was thinking that maybe like, you know, she was a type of siren, and. uh was like seducing him to go to death. You know what I mean? You know what? Yeah, that's totally, that's totally what it is. Cause I, I, uh, was trying to break down the, uh, the snow is warm. Ice is hot. Yeah. Cause she's just like, yeah, it's all right. It's yeah. Hot. Yeah. And my it stupid ass good. reading of that was like, is she, this, I'm so fucking dumb sometimes, man. I was just like, <laughs> is she making, him feel warmth in the snow. How is this? But no, it's obviously that she's, she's coaxing him, him yeah. towards. It's like this is his fine. doom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't worry about it. It's hot. Um, you know it's hot. So I almost wonder if this is like Kurosawa struggling with suicidal thoughts. Yeah, probably. If that could maybe be it. Like the temptation to give up because life is so hard. Like yeah. that's it's clearly what this mountain represents. Um, and he hits it harder later on, I think, but, um, it's just, this is the fuck, this is the struggle of life right here. Like this, mm-hmm. this vignette. Um, and yeah. yet, and that's what's so beautiful about is that, mm-hmm. I mean, cutting forward, like he, he obviously breaks out of the spell of the, of the, according to Wikipedia it says Yukiona. So whatever that is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets up triumphant you know and says and the blizzard's over and i thought his compatriots were dead oh me too like 100 sure. percent. they're like, like not, up they're to li- their heads and snow. yeah they're just sitting there like motionless and he's like come on guys he's let's moving, go yeah he's moving around <laughs> yeah. like they're, they're dead right and then the camp all of a sudden is like right there it's revealed yeah yeah and isn't that life Hey, hey man. isn't that life, dude? Hey, we often talk about the metaphor of the mountain and the next base camp. You know, I was thinking the exact same thing. And yeah. we're, we're almost to that fucking base I camp don't see ourselves. It. I'm. <laughs> 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 the, this, this episode is the, the witch telling mm. us that snow is warm and ice is hot. This bitch. Saying, this bitch. You just want to give up? You guys want to stop before you get to the mountaintop? I don't know. Sounds good. It feels uh, it's pretty comfortable, it's comfortable stopping. Right? Huh? Yeah, don't don't go. <laughs> but yeah, it is. It definitely feels. Yeah, I'm glad that we talked about what she really represents because that's totally what this uh, vignette is all about. It's like, yeah, you rally and you get back up. And do you think? Do you think? I'm sorry. Do you think uh, that uh, George Lucas was like, hey, hey, put put the goggles on. It'll be like in Star Wars. It's like, like, like my Star Wars. 
It's like my Star Wars movie. Hey, hey Akira. Kurosawa just deeply sighs. Yeah. Uh, He's like, I can't give up. I'm so close to the camp. So, so, so like, cause like I stole from you. Like, like you'll you, steal from me. You can steal from me. That's and how it cool. works, right? Yeah. And then like we're equals. <laughs> 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 and uh, no, but yeah. And then, and then they're like right next to the camp. It, uh, yeah. when, when I started watching this one, I thought like, oh man, it'd be kind of a bummer if it had kind of like a, the mist ending where it's oh, like you yeah. give up right next, like right before you're about to get out of it. But it's no, it's like kind of the happy, the happy flip of that where it's like, I was surprised. They, yeah, I was too. Yeah. They, I was really surprised that like they fought through it. Camp was really close um, after all. And they were saved. And, um, and it's so funny that this scene with like the, the spirit comforting it was kind of beautiful. It was like, yeah, just fucking, like you had the nice yeah. like, like the lady was singing in the background and it seemed real peaceful. Yeah. And it's like, in a way, I was thinking to myself like, man, maybe that death gives you one little nice comforting thing before you you, you mm-hmm. hit the great beyond. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But man. no, not for him. He's not done yet. Nope. Nope. Not yet. No nice singing for me. No not, thanks. Not. Yeah, not time to give up just yet. That comes later. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and the next one is the tunnel, um, mm. which uh, yeah, this this one's really good. I I, I really like this one. Um, but this is definitely where it's getting into kind of hitting the, hitting the themes a little heavier in in the writing side of things, in the narration and, and character dialogue stuff. Yeah, where he does a lot of talking. Yeah, a lot, a lot of talking, a lot of dialogue, and like these yeah. last, yeah, the last, last court, last half here, but, um, yeah, like essentially, it's it's you have a, a is he dressed like a soldier? Even he's a, this guy, he's a commander. He, yeah, he's a commander, and uh, he's walking into a dark tunnel. Um, a mangy dog comes out and, and growls at him. I didn't know what the dog was. The dog was lit by red lighting and looked real fucking fierce. Yeah, and he, the dog had like something on his back, and I and it and apparently it was he is an anti tank dog. You know what an anti tank dog? That's is? what I was thinking. Yeah, they um he had like rounds on him. He had like yeah, shells I, on I him. Think right? They, those are grenades. Yeah, I think those were. And they would just like they're supposed to go off, go up to a tank and drop off explosives, and then yeah. run away, but. They, they they really just go up to the tank and take care of business and <laughs> take care of one business. Of the, one of the guys yeah. just all right, uh, head to the tank and give yeah. them the resources, and it's like, uh. <laughs> um, that's really interesting. Uh, yeah, so I mean, obviously you have the the themes of like nature again. You know, you're fucking with nature right now, using it yeah. for your own means. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that dog very well could have been uh, one of his. One of one of his soldiers and his platoon. Well, to back uh, things yeah. up, sorry to go to the last one because we're talking about the themes here. Yeah, yeah. With the mountain one, the mountaineering one, the blizzard. He fuck. He put a middle finger to nature that time. If we're gonna be like, you know, he's like, "Fuck you, nature." I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, which is interesting now that I think about it. It is. Yeah, I mean, because like he's like, we're mountain men. We can do this. We can conquer nature. Yeah. But it's almost like 
showing that he respects how fierce, how it, fierce is, it is, you know? Yeah. I, th- I think that might be the, the bigger takeaway from, from that one, how it, like, almost killed him, and he had to fight past it. Yeah. And it's like, man, nature is... Uh, pretty pretty cool. It's fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Um, Get it? Because it's cold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But sorry to interrupt the tunnel, but, yeah, we had those anti-tank dogs... And that guy, the the way that he does the audio on that dog is fucking crazy. It sounded like a demon. Dog. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like had had a wild fucking growl. Um, and yeah, and he goes into this dark tunnel, and I was just like, where, where is this headed? What's what's what's, what's going on, on with this one? And I'm getting, you know, around this point, I'm kind of getting some Tarkovsky vibes, the very dreamlike nature of like Stalker and and Solaris and things like too that. Too much talking for. Tarkovsky. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, the the first few had far less talking, but um, yeah, then he emerges from the tunnel, and essentially, this one's all about man. This one is is very depressing. That's when I texted you mm-hmm. when I was watching it this time because this one very much almost is making the counter argument to the mountain episode. You know, episode the mountain vignette of people that die kind of have it easy. Like it's the people that have to live with the people who have died because of them that are really cursed forever. Um, But he follows his theme through later on, which we'll talk about. Yeah. So put a, put a, Mm -hmm. put a pin, put a pin in that, pin it, (laughs) pin pin it on your wall, pin it. Where do you pin Pin, things? Pin it on your Pinterest board. Oh, on your Pinterest board, make a yeah, make Pinterest. a director showdown Pinterest board. A director showdown Pinterest. I board. don't know how that would even work. I don't. You would do like like if you're having a party and you wanted to make it, you know, movie themed, and you could check out okay, the director yeah. showdown, yeah. or you have a movie room and you want to do interior design <laughs> with like director showdown themes. director showdown movie theme. You can you can buy you know faces of Brendan and I. You know? uh, just plaster those all yeah. over the place. I think that That'd that, that I'm going to look that up on Pinterest. That probably already exists. What like art? Yeah. I think the director showdown yeah. uh, Pinterest. A bunch of <laughs> bunch of you know, bunch of pinheads in our uh, the oh our, yeah, our a listeners. lot of pinhead followers. <laughs> the yeah, the overlap is extensive. Um, yeah, so uh, the guy sent, uh, you know the commander uh, walks out of this tunnel, and it, and it is him again. It's the same actor again, the dreamer. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same one in, in, in the, the blizzard. Okay. Yeah. In the blizzard. Um, I don't know how I didn't catch that until like the next one. Then I was like, Oh, these are all the same guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a little covered up and wearing different, you know, uniforms. And yeah. Stuff. You couldn't really tell in the wizard who the, the wizard, the, the, <laughs> the, the blizzard who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's confronted with essentially the people, the soldiers, you of know, his platoon or mm, battalion or, or whatever. Um, private, private Noguchi, Noguchi. Oh, okay. he seemed like a real nice guy. Like he shows up and he's marching towards his commander. He's like, Hey man. Yeah. What's going on? And he's very much like in a dream too. It seems yeah. like where he's like reciting the last thing he said while he was alive. Mm. And the guy's like, man, you're, you're dead. I'm sorry. You told me that story right before you died in his arms. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Boy, yeah, man, this 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 one's such a bummer. Because then, 
you have like his whole platoon mm. come out and the makeup is is great and it's very blue and they kind of look like zombies. Yeah, they look like look like zombies from Scooby Doo, you know. Yeah, that's that's very yeah, true. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's like the first no, thing I no, thought that's, of. Yeah. That's that's true. That totally is like mm-hmm. the the makeup that they have. Um and yeah, and essentially they get to talking about uh, his, you know, the commander's guilt at having to deal with uh, the fact that they're all dead and he still gets to live. Mm. And, he, he, yeah. He's filled with regret because he thought that the order that he made was the wrong order mm-hmm. and he sent them out to their deaths. Yeah. His whole, like, his whole uh, platoon was, like, like, eviscerated, essentially. And he, he lives with that guilt, you know? Yeah. And the whole troop was just like, hey, we all made it back. <laughs> we all made it back alive. No casualties, sir. Yeah. And he's like, oh, man, how do I, how, this is, like, he was, like, sweating. He was like, this is awkward. Yeah. How do I, uh, oh, boy, how do we have this conversation? He had a, he had a real, like, he had a real um, Woody Allen befuddling, like, reaction, like, Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh, oh very neurotic. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, geez. Very high oh. jinxy and, and silly. <laughs> oh, geez, they're Didn't dead. This movie, really. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like, how do like, how does this one inter like intersect with Kurosawa and kind of like he clearly feels a lot of like pain and guilt over, you know, World War II and is, you know, was a suicidal guy. I'm not sure. I'm yeah. I'm not sure about this one. Totally. To be honest. I'm thinking he's just like, it's just like dealing with, uh, dealing with death and what it, and being alive, you mm-hmm. know, because yeah, his brother talking, died when he was young mm-hmm. and his brother yeah. doesn't have to deal with pain anymore. Yeah. Or yeah. regret. And, He's just, uh, he, I mean, it's not like he's, it's not like he's like shitting on this commander as a bad person because he's not. Yeah, yeah. He's he's showing that the commander just feels this intense remorse about like what happened and because he, because the commander like loved his men, like you could see it on how he like, how he reacted to them and how he just felt so bad about it. And I think it's just, because he says that he wished he had died with them, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think it's just kind of that sort of the... S- survivor's guilt yeah, kind survivor's of thing. Yeah, survivor's guilt thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, think, that, I think that's totally it. Um, and, and then it kind of ends with them. He, like, tells them to... He tells... He gives them the order to, like, walk back, they couldn't, right? Yeah, because they didn't respond to the whole thing he was saying. Because I yeah, guess they couldn't yeah. understand. I mean, they probably couldn't comprehend it. Well, and this is yeah. the light at the end of the tunnel. Like that's yeah. essentially what the the visuals that are happening are, right? So he makes it, and uh, well, so yeah, because like I always imagine death to be a tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Like me personally, so I'm guessing like he he makes it out of the tunnel. He avoids death, but he's like, you guys need to be at peace. So he says an about face, like about face and forward into the tunnel, and yeah, not have back. to. Yeah, don't be, don't be cursed with trying to live. Go, <laughs> you know, go go to sleep. You know? Yeah, and um, yeah, and that makes that that scene really hard when it's just the one soldier who's like, "I see my parents' house. It's right there," 
and like he doesn't get to leave the tunnel. Mm. Ah, it's really fucking sad, man. It's like a, it's like a deep, uh, like philosophical, like thematic sadness, like beyond just like a explicit sadness, I guess, mm. if that makes sense. All right. And that leads us to vignette number five. <sighs> yeah. A very hard turn mm. into a, a much different direction on this one. Um, also another big aspect of, of Kurosawa and his career, uh, you know, it opens in like a, an art studio, a museum, I guess, a museum yeah. of, uh, you know, Van Gogh's paintings. And it's, uh, you know, essentially uh, Kurosawa himself, this actor who he represents, the dreamer, as he's called, is looking at all of Van Gogh's paintings. And uh, yeah, and then he essentially like enters the world of one of his paintings of this bridge. Yeah. And it's like a beautiful... French countryside, mm. just a much different vibe than like we've been he's getting. speaking French to the locals there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actor is, mm. and uh, it's like, whoa, okay, what, what's this gonna be? And uh, he finds Van Gogh himself, who is played by none other than um, Walking Fe- <laughs> um, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Martin Scorsese. Uh, no, the the one and only, yeah. In in like his fifties and the ninety, you know, in nineteen doesn't even. You couldn't even recognize him. You couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't it's really. Hard. You would have to. You had to look for him. You know what I mean? For sure. He's yeah. He's he's got like paint on his face because he's like out out in a, a field painting, mm. and uh, I mean know, he has red hair like Van Gogh. So yeah, like Van Gogh. He he has the bandages. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the freshly cut off ears, uh, and that whole, that whole getup. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really took this one very much as a, you know, as, as Kurosawa in his dreams, kind of exploring his path as an artist mm. and trying to find his muse basically. Right. Like he's trying to find like a reason for making art mm. and, uh, he's clearly inspired by, Van Gogh and all of his artwork. And it's just very, I think, cool that he gave Martin Scorsese that role. That feels super intentional to me that like, although it's a young Kurosawa, you know, chasing after this artist and uh, trying to talk to him and, and, you know, be inspired by him that he makes it a director, a like contemporary successful director. Probably inspired by kurosawa definitely who i'm sure yeah absolutely who because he's much younger than you know yeah, yeah for sure and uh he was like i think late 40s or 50 or something at this time uh but who in these in this era was like helping kurosawa get projects made mm. and so that even feels important just knowing that like scorsese himself in this role is uh so so important to kind of what's going on but uh, yeah, Van Van Gogh Scorsese takes off, you know, and uh, Kurosawa was trying to follow him, and it's like this beautiful, really uh, well done sequence of Kurosawa essentially running through paintings mm. of uh, Van Gogh's paintings, and it's like really beautiful, yeah, green screened, like uh, it's ILM, like this is the big, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean this 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 was the big one where. 
I think Lucas, uh, you know, had some connections with ILM clearly. Say, hey, hey, I can help. I can help here. Yeah, it's like, uh, we can we can do some cool... Yeah, and it's like, this is... It's so interesting because it's like, it's Kurosawa using modern special effects. Yeah, which is so strange. It's so bizarre, yeah, yeah because it's, you know, um, maybe the only example this season of that happening because as we've talked about a lot, like this, this season heavily is these two kind of old Hollywood or old classic directors who are doing everything practically, you know, doing everything kind of dangerously. Um, and it's, it's Kurosawa just at the kind of tail end of his life being able to utilize the people that were heavily influenced by him and the things that they've made because of how he's influenced them to like make his own art. Mm. If that makes sense. It's a mouthful, but, but it's really cool to see. Like it's, it's really awesome that uh, he was able to do that. And I think he, I think he used ILM on a couple other things, maybe even, maybe even Ron also, because Ron was what? 84. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that movie had a ton of special effects. Now that I think about it, I think a lot of it was in camera and practical, but um, it probably had some of that stuff in there. But um, yeah, you have Scorsese being, you know, Van Gogh and he has not, not even an attempt at a French accent or anything. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was saying, like, uh, he's just like in his fucking, <laughs> like fucking New York, like yeah. accent. Like it's not no, no shame at all. Not at all. Yeah. And it's the, the voice was the thing that gave him away pretty quickly to me yeah. because uh, yeah, any, any Scorsese heads out there know that he, he, uh, he, likes to give himself cameos in his movies. Like he's in taxi driver. He's in casino. He's like, he'll, he'll be, you know, in a, in a movie, in a speaking role. Um, yeah, he plays like a total scumbag and taxi scumbag and taxi driver. But, um, this is like his biggest speaking role. I think he's ever had. Which is weird. Yeah. (laughs) In dreams out of all, like, yeah, it's so strange to see him there. But yeah, I yeah. can I can totally see the pitch from, uh, you know, I'm sure it was Kurosawa being like, I, I think it would be a very cool moment to have you play this guy, mm. you know, being the influence on a young me because I've influenced you. And like, it's mm. this weird kind of circular, yeah. kind of like the process never ends of influence essentially. Um, but it is very different, like thematically than all the other stuff that happens, I think, in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Really, because the, um, yeah, I mean, anything else you want to talk about crows? I mean, it's a lot I mean, of, it's like know. he, he gets lost in the art of Van Gogh mm. because he, I mean, like he's an art student. He's trying to like make his own art, but he's like getting lost in someone else's art, which is an interesting concept. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's, that's a good way to look at it. And then like he, it ends with him kind of like seeing the, the crows painting by Van mm. Gogh. And then um, it ends with him back in the museum and he leaves, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that how it ends? Um, so it is almost like a statement of like forging my own path yeah. after after realizing that you're going to chase this. Hmm. Yeah, there's definitely a lot going on in that one, I think. Yeah. Thematically. Um, yeah, but... but uh, yeah, it's, it's real... I mean, I like this sequence. It's just like, it's just... It just seems like an art student type thing, you know, like, in, yeah, like, yeah. like, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> that, 
you know, like I, I feel like because, because it was, it was in 1990, so it's fine. But like today it would be like some cool hippie, like art students. Like, you know, what would be cool if I was like in the paintings of like, yeah, you know what I mean? I do yeah. wonder about and there's a slight pretension to it. Yeah. I could, yeah. I could see that. You know what? Actually watching this movie and especially after that one, made me think of, first of all, I wrote down after that one, uh, every artist should get to make something this personal. Yeah. I just think that it's, it's a really cool relic of not, not all artists get to make something this expansive and this like rich. And, uh, I mean, expensive is 12 million, which is, you know, in 1990, I think a lot more than obviously it's, it is now probably 40 million judging by our, our, you know, money now, but, um, uh, what was I going to say that, uh, yeah, I mean that every artist I think should get to make something like this. Cause it's just fascinating to see like what fully unhinged, like what, uh, an artist can, can do, I think. Yeah. You know, unhinged um, Kurosawa, uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> Kurosawa unhinged. That's what it says on the criterion cover hosted by Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, it's, 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 you know, after, after this one, it's a fucking hard pivot again, back to the, the nightmare shit. Yeah. Mount Fuji in red. This one is, um, this one was directed by a guy who did, he was subdirected by a guy who did Godzilla, right? Yeah. Which makes a lot of fucking sense. For sure. (laughs) Definitely. Cause I, I even, I, I mean the, the Godzilla parallels are, Essentially, this this whole vignette is like if you made the subtext in Godzilla into text. Yeah, it's, right. Yeah, it's it's removing yeah. any subtlety of that movie. Where that movie essentially is like this is the, the horrors of the nuclear age. Yeah, come to you know haunt us again. And yeah, it, it's interesting that Kurosawa was like, let's have another pass. Uh, <laughs> Let's make it. Uh, See, you know, I'm wondering if it was actually his like dreams. Like that's what I'm thinking about. Like mm. crows too. Was that an actual dream of his? And is Mount Fuji and Red a dream of his, or is he just trying to say something with these? Because like crows, know, yeah. it's like it's talking about you know the art, the way of the artist sort of thing. Now Mount Fuji and Red seems like you know let's go back to the whole nature thing and man's uh, hubris when it comes to wielding it you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we should talk about what it is. Like, uh, you see fucking Mount Fuji just like red as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's in the, it's in the background. It looks like the, the images of Godzilla. It's like filmed in a similar way. Um, even though it's 40, 50 years later, like they kind of keep a similar look to it. Uh, but there's like explosions behind it and there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of talking in this one for sure, but you know, there's, explanations yeah, by he's people. like what's happening well this is what happened <laughs> this yeah that happens a lot in future ones but yeah it's yeah it's essentially the the consequences of of you know going nuclear essentially and they say like all six of our nuclear plants have uh you know have failed essentially and we're on a small you know japan is a small island and there's no escape and it's just immediately so yeah. fucking grim. And I was just like, this, this is the heaviest shit. Like, I don't know. This, this is like horror movies to me. It's aren't, like Dante's peak, dude. It's like, yeah, Dante's peak volcano. 
Um, but just, yeah, the yeah. hopelessness of, uh, there's nowhere to run, you know? And the fact that, you know, a lady has like two babies with her, that really fucked me up for sure. Mm. She like runs to the, you know, where they meet the ocean and there's this line of like, where, where did everybody go? All their luggage is laying on the ground. And he's like, they walked into the ocean and it's just like, holy fuck, man, this is so goddamn grim. It's like one of the, it's like one of the darkest things I've seen maybe in a movie that doesn't have to show it to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it just literally has to like tell you what happened and it's like, God, that's fucking dark. Well, it's just like this. I mean, like it's, it's so cartoon. I thought it was so cartoony, honestly. Yeah, like my personal opinion of it. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't really terrified because I just thought it was so silly. Because <laughs> like the scientist yeah. man's like, we fucked up, and I'm one of those guys, and I'm sorry that we fucked up. And, yeah, yeah. And Curacao was like, you fucked up. And the humanity mom, is so stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the whole thing. <laughs> is like, humanity. We're like, oh man, we're so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I mean, listen. This is again. I think where you and I part a little bit on stuff yeah. like this because, like, heavy handed. I also stuff, don't have. A, I don't. I also don't have a child, so I'll give you that. Like, yeah, I'll give you that point. That 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 hit me the hardest out of all of it. But like the, uh, yeah. I mean the the. I was very much like. This is so, so heavy handed mm. and kind of like, I guess, obvious. But to me, to me, I don't know. It felt like a darker Twilight Zone ending or something like it's where it's like you're you're being very explicit about this. Mm. Honestly, yeah, like th- this one more and this one and the next one felt like Twilight Zone episodes where it's like you have 20 minutes to like get in, you know, get a kind of a social commentary message across and be a fucking bummer. And like you have 20 yeah. minutes to do it. And he did that with both this one and the next one. And I, I guess it's just that kind of context that made me I accept mean, it. I, a little I, more. I wish we had a little bit of more. Cause I like the, I like the creepiness of like invisible, like terror. Yeah. I like did think it was a little silly when he was like trying to like fan it away. Yeah, I was like, and <laughs> maybe yeah. that's what happened to his dream. Maybe that's what he was doing. It, I mean, I yeah, mean, maybe who I don't knows? know, but uh, he I has mean, heavy handed dreams. I, I mean, guess for me, I mean, for me, like this one was kind of like, yeah, you know, that's, that's fair. I mean, the, uh, I did like the line <laughs> when the, uh, and maybe this is overwritten too, but it worked for me where he's yeah. like, it's like, we had to give these things different color. What did he fucking yeah, say? It, all, he had to give the invisible gases different colors. So, you know, what kills you. So he knows, yeah, so you know what kills you. And he's talking about the different colored gases and the different uh, radiations and things like that. Mm. Um, yeah, made me feel bad. Um, this, you know, this, this, yeah, I mean, not, not good. <laughs> uh, yeah, not the most subtle. That's why, no, yeah, it, uh, yeah it's, it's just, that's yeah. only underlined it, further. Yeah. I mean, I liked, I, I liked how. Mount Fuji looked in that one. Yeah, I say, it, it I'm just cool. saying this is one of the we, the weaker weaker ones. That that me. yeah, that's fair. I mean yeah. the uh, I I did also put after this one, or maybe it was the next one. Well, because that like, this movie feels like it feels like him because like with. Well, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say that yeah, it feels ahead. like the over the runtime. It feels like him increasingly 
screaming and it feels like a man. <laughs> it honestly feels like the man at the end of his life who is so fucking upset mm. and he has shame and he has guilt and this one and the next one are like fury and he's just so yeah. fucking angry about the state of the world at that current time that I was like, man, I feel his fucking anger. That's for sure. Like he's not being subtle about it, you know, but that's, you know, but I, I no, see your point. It's just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this is the best. Cause I, I liked what the, what the blizzard does because it's just like, he's conveying, he's conveying the, the themes through the, the action that's going on. And just like the, yeah. I mean, like just the, just the filmmaking in general. So yeah. storytelling. I agree with you there. Yeah. That you it's know. like just in terms of the amount of dialogue and the explanatory mm. nature of the later ones. I agree with you that mm. it's like, you could cut probably way back on, on all of it. <laughs> because like, I, I think you could have done that. I can think, I think you could have done Mount Fuji and red with like way more subtlety about what you're, what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Because, I know, I know that there's some parts with like, I guess like the peach blossom one where you had to talk a little bit. And I guess since it's a short film that you, you gotta have to like talk a little bit. I just, I don't know. I wasn't like convinced about like what was going on in this, in that one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, but maybe, if- maybe it's a Godzilla thing. Do they explain shit in Godzilla like that all the time? You know, I think so. I think maybe they do. that's. Uh, maybe I think that's, that's like why that. they people always <laughs> complain about bad human characters. He, I don't. Yeah, this. Yeah, the, the exposition, <laughs> like Mister Exposition, like shows up. Yeah. I am. I am responsible for all of this, and I'm sorry. Yeah, and I'm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is very much a Godzilla thing. I, I wonder, I should show John to watch this one specifically and see like what he thinks. Cause John's like oh, a yeah. big Godzilla guy. Maybe I'll like show him like a cut of a clip of this on. He should just watch. I think he shout out to you, John. You should just watch this movie. I, I bet yeah, you have for sure. Or yeah. are going to. Yeah. Um, the next one, the next one up is the weeping demon. And now we again pivot again. And it's just a lighter, just a very, just, <laughs> di- <laughs> This is yeah. This is after the world has been destroyed. Mount Mount Fuji in red has totally you know mm-hmm. eviscerated everything. Yeah. You got Kurosawa. It's a nuclear wandering. holocaust. Yeah, nuclear holocaust. Kurosawa in his bucket hat, uh, wandering. <laughs> he's classic. Wait, he's got like is it, is it like a damaged bucket hat too? Of course it is. Right? It's like dark. Yeah, it's covered like cinder. Um, <laughs> He still has he's got his signature backpack too, you know. Yeah, uh, this one's wild. This was the one where I was like, okay, Kurosawa was making Twilight episodes, Twilight Zone episodes now. Um, but uh, yeah, this one specifically is just an episode of that. But it's uh, him, yeah, essentially wandering around this this desecrated world, this landscape where nature is gone. Um, All right. Yeah, and he runs into. A one-horned demon man, who uh, who uh, is yeah, like scavenging, and uh, he looks like a homeless man. Yeah, he looks like a homeless man, and I guess the radiation is like turned people. It's it's yeah. The line is men have become demons um, mm. that are you know nuclear perversions have turned men into. It, see all all this stuff. The reason it works for me is, I see how heavy handed it is, and like how 
it doesn't work as much with the other stuff. But this movie is such a like overall examined, like, I don't know, this like very personal. Uh, that's like, the, I almost feel like that's, a, that's complicated a, man. It's almost thoughts. a problem. That's a funny, that's a funny thing. I almost think that's the problem. Yeah. It's just like, like you, have you ever had a dream where you're in the dream and you're like, this is so fucking meaningful. This is the most meaningful shit in existence. And yeah. you wake up, you talk to your spouse, you say, I, I'm trying to explain to you how meaningful this is, but it doesn't make <laughs> any fucking sense to me. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I feel like this movie's like, okay, where he's like, yeah. these are all, like, I don't blame him for thinking that they are meaningful. Yeah. But in the way that it's like communicating insanity to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Your subjective, your subjective meaningfulness to something mm-hmm. is like hard. Like, I mean, like, I think I have respect for trying to do it. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, it's fucking hard to like, cause like to him, he probably was like, oh man, this, this shit was fucking hit, hitting me so hard when I, when I dreamed it. Yeah. Cause it does, of course. Cause when you're a dream, it's like so. Mm-hmm. fucking real to you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, but when you express it in, in cinema to a wider audience, it's like, how do you make that something that is like, that hits as hard as it did. Yeah. In the dream. And yeah, and it's that's like, that's that, true. and I don't blame him. Like that's a gargantuan task. Like I don't see how anyone could really do that. Yeah. Successfully. You know, I think, yeah. I mean the last one in this one, maybe don't do that. Uh, you know, they're like, like we said, it's very heavy handed and very, um, like aggressive yeah, he in has to, message. He, yeah. He has to like do that or else like yeah. it wouldn't, there would be no meaning. I think where, I mean? yeah, I think where the weeping demon, uh, you know, the seventh one we're talking here, I think where it really hits a like true nightmare imagery thing where I believe it well, was, was a dream. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. Where I believe it was a, a nightmare and that he translated that I think very well is when this like one horned demon is like, I hear the, the screams of the two and three horned demons every night. They just live in pain and they will live forever and never die. And they're cursed to live in pain forever. And it's, it's hell. I wrote down like, this is, this is fucking like, this is his version of hell essentially. Um, like men have created hell on earth essentially. He said in the, the the demons were former millionaires and government officials. Is that, that, that <laughs> if you want to make it even more heavy handed? Yeah, I did. I guess I the, didn't catch the that. The bureaucrats That's so... and the capitalists have <laughs> have corrupted mankind. Yeah. That's, I mean, I fucking I'm here for it, dude. I love how fucking like he's so fucking angry. And he's like, I'm fucking just getting this out before I before I We're you know bite the it, dust. Yeah. Um and yeah, and then yeah, that final scene is just so haunting where you just have all these like they look like homeless people, but they're like they have horns on their head and they're all screaming and they're in this like pit and the water's red. And I was just like, this is like one of the most haunting things I've seen in a movie in a long time where it's like and that's what he's good at. Like we talked about it on um oh god, what was it? Throne of Blood, maybe with the the you know, the spirit in that movie. He's good, man, at making like haunting images. Um, and I think that that's his most successful kind of like 
nightmare imagery section. Um, and really the last one of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, he has the giant, giant dandelions, uh, you know, radiation has taken over the world. It's very, how did he, uh, probably like, some ILM shit. Yeah. Some ILM shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, that looks practical. Yeah, I mean, that actually, looks practical. they probably built, yeah. they probably built a little set of, you know, giant flowers and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, and it, yeah, it, it ends on, you know, them all screaming and it's fucking terrible. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, those, those millionaires and government officials, huh? Those, those guys, <laughs> those, those guys always hope to know good. And they're always eating the one horn demons. So they're, it doesn't, you know, there's a, yeah. I mean, they hit that too, that, uh, you know, even though the world has collapsed, there's still classes, you know? Yeah. This is so. when, like, this is one thing I start checking out, like with, with, with these last two, I started, I started checking out like, yeah, because me personally, I don't like such diatribes, yeah, uh, such yeah. explicit like diatribes about, like it's so polemic on like just easy issues to attack. And I don't, I, I find art to be a nuance as opposed to a, a, a explicit criticism. That's like really obvious for me, but that's me personally. That's why yeah. I personally started checking out. Cause I was like, you know, I've heard all of this before, Yeah, you know, yeah. And it was hard for me to just like, stay in it because like I, yeah. I I'm okay with doing these critiques in the way that is subtle though. And I'll say yeah, that yeah. instead he's like, these are millionaires and these are government <laughs> officials. Yeah. And they're bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's true. That's, but I do like I this, like this scene where they're all like around like a, I guess like a pool of blood it's real Suspiria type shit. Dude, you know? it's really hellish. Like yeah. just, yeah, just seeing it again. I just like don't even want to look at it because it's so fucking, yeah, it's, it's really gross. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, in, you know, watching this when I was like, pl- let's not, let's not go darker than this Kurosawa. Like let's, let's change it up again on the next one. And he does. And he does. Thank goodness. Now I'm curious what you think about Windmill Village. That's what it's called, right? It, the thing is like, yeah, the village of the windmills. Yeah, yeah. I really like the windmills. Yeah. Village. This but one do f- I mm, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. It has the same problems I said before about like oh a wise old man saying, Man sucks and we mm. fucking suck all the time. And they're doing all this stuff and you stop sucking so much. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that part. But I mean, like he makes, I mean, like he makes some good points, like, you know, the whole nature thing again, like we man should return to sustainable nature and whatnot. Um, yeah, I do. I do love just like the whole scenery of it. Like just like, the yeah, it's really yeah. beautifully shot mm. for sure to me. Yeah. To me, this last one almost feels like a, we've explored some extremes up to this point mm-hmm. and let's like rebalance here at the like end. This is, well, it's like, this is what, you know, all those problems that you saw, mm-hmm. this is what we should be doing. Yeah. After seeing all this is the salute, like Curacao is saying, this is a solution to all that other stuff. Just be like this guy. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I think, I think so. Yeah. yeah. This movie, yeah. Th- this movie feels like he 
made his own obituary or something. Yeah. Like it feels like such a fucking personal examination of like everything he believes and how strongly he believes it. And, uh, you know, wants to get it across at the end of his life. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was in a dark place at the end of his life. It sounds like, and Mm. he, you know, I think he was very much channeling that into some of this stuff too. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love the conversation of like, and even how it's played between the actors, like you have young Kurosawa. He doesn't say a fucking word. He doesn't say anything. He barely says anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the old man's just going off about like how mad he is about like <laughs> modern man again. You know? Yeah. It's like machines and uh, they're dirting the souls of man and we're losing nature. Um, and well, to yeah. be fair, I, I will say that to be completely fair, the night, the eighties and nineties, were like that rise of environmentalism. That's where we really sparked. For sure, yeah. So, saving the whales in the 80s, things like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because like, you know, intense economic growth in the 80s spurred off a lot of like, obviously fallout for the environment. So that's why the 90s was so heavily focused on environment. Mm-hmm. So he's probably just, you know, riding that wave sort of thing. You know? For Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and I even... Uh, yeah, I love how the the Kurosawa actor plays it of, you know, he's like smiling, listening along and kind of like laughing at at, at the old guy. Um, but I mean, yeah, there, there's like there's a lot of like wise stuff that the older guys mm-hmm. like passing down, like the, the all the talk about the funeral. I really liked. I love the funeral stuff. The funeral stuff yeah. rules um, like she was my first love. And then. Uh, yeah, she broke my heart, and then he like cracks up, and he's, fuck, like, he's like, "Whatever." <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, that was it's, so, yeah, it was it's, so charming. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, and then there's the the thing with the the rock and the putting the flowers on it. Mm. I think it's just like a beautiful way to end the movie, where like he sees these kids running up and putting, you know, various flowers on this on this rock, and then the old guy, you know, tells him that, uh, you know, essentially what happened is. Uh, a, a traveler came through our village and passed away and uh, and we ended up burying him here. So, you know, we put flowers on his, on, the, on this rock where we buried him to honor him. <clears throat> and yeah, it's just like the, the respect they have for, for death, I guess, mm. um, is very much a big takeaway from this one. Um, yeah. I don't and know, they, they don't even, they don't, no, sometimes they don't even know. Mm-hmm. Like some of them don't even know why they put flowers. It was just became like a ritual. Mm-hmm. That's who he's talking about. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, I mean, this, this one's all about, I mean, this whole movie to me is Kurosawa coping and trying to understand death. Right. Yeah. Um, with a little, you know, Martin Scorsese assisted ILM assisted, you know, discussion about art mm. and how important that is to him. Um, but yeah, I mean, that feels like the big takeaway to me, I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like he, he has to, he's he's like literally looking at a funeral and I guess he's like Mm. seeing that for himself and like that these people, they don't, they don't mourn death. They celebrate life, you know? Yeah. But that, uh, that's my basic bitch. Um, (laughs) Put that on an Instagram yeah. photo filter. Don't mourn death, celebrate life. Dude, but yeah, it's like, even though it's like, is there a celebration today? Like, because he saw people like partying. It's like, no, it's a funeral. 
Mm. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I mean, to be honest, like at my funeral, I want everyone to fucking, yeah, fucking party. Yeah, same. Like here. I'm out, dog. I'm yeah. no more suffering for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I had a good one. Mm. You y'all were around for it. Mm. Hopefully, it was a long time. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm out. I mean, if you're if yeah, if you go, I mean, that's what he was talking about here. If you grow to a ripe old age, it's like, shit, that's success. That's success. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, he talks about not having electricity and, you know, not needing it and things like that. Um, you want to go off the grid, Brent? You want to start <laughs> get all our friends to go off the I, grid? I, I'm not a person who would ever want to go off the grid, to be completely <laughs> honest with you. It's like I, yeah. you know, we go to, like, my wife's dad's ranch, and that that's as close as I want to get to being off the grid. That's mm. Well, that is very off the grid, to be honest, but... Um, I feel like I listen. I always gotta be in a fucking city, man. I, I gotta, gotta. I'm a city. Guy. I'm a fucking city guy. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta be next to my fucking my WalMarts and my goddamn. I gotta be H-E-Bs. hustling. Yeah. I gotta be hustling. Yeah. I gotta be hustling in the city, man. Yeah. But yeah. So so some of the stuff the old guy was saying, I was like, couldn't do that. I understand it. Listen, I understand hey, it. Hey, good for you, old man. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. I mean, yeah, I mean, this. he would hate Twitter. He would absolutely, he would think Twitter was well, the this, worst this, thing ever made. <laughs> this fucking old man has an answer to fucking everything. Oh, every, yeah, he every, definitely does. Yeah, he's he always like, well, we have cows. Well, we have linseed oil. Yeah. Well, why, why would you want to? Like, what, about, what about science? And mm-hmm. he says, I took a screen cap of this because yeah. I liked it. They only invent things that in the end make people unhappy. Hell yeah, dude. Which, hey, Fuck yeah, dude. man. Hey. Why, why else would I invent something? I mean, that's the goal. <laughs> and meanwhile, he works on a, on a windmill that was invented by someone. Hey, you fucking you know? hypocrite old man. <laughs> this movie is so... You know, what, you know what this movie is? Yeah. This movie is, you know, whoever funded it, I think WB funded yeah. most of it. Spielberg Lucas helped out. Them saying... Kurosawa, fucking go off. Just, dog. just fucking go off. And he was like, mm. I'm gonna go off. Dude, I'm gonna go just off. Jerk on our faces. Jerk <laughs> off. It's fine. You're pissed. You got a lot of guilt and shame. Mm-hmm. Just fucking channel it all into this. Do it. Do it. Smother us in it. Yeah. I do like the old man's line about, like, he says, uh, what, because, like, Kurosawa is saying, what about nighttime? It's like, well, why why do we have to have why there has to be light during the night? This is dark. That's yeah. the way it's supposed to be. Like that's the way night is. Yeah. Like I <laughs> want to be able to see the stars. Yeah. Yeah. That that uh kind of I was like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It is very funny. Yeah. Um so he's he's got some wisdom, that old man. Um definitely represents, yeah, like old Kurosawa talking to young Kurosawa. Uh just like the framing of it is so God, yeah, this movie's fucking beautiful. Well, it, it's, it's really, really it's, good movie. it's all just like Shinto Buddhism is that he's like expressing. For sure. Yeah. You know, returning to nature is what the whole idea is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I th- Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I don't know like where Kurosawa comes down on all these things. Like where, you know, like, I don't know if his, his, his ultimate statement is that because I think he, I don't know, man, he's a complicated guy. He, 
was a, a filmmaker, you know, making making mainstream, at least for a, a Japanese audience for a long time there. And it's like, I wonder if he was cynical about that whole experience at the end of his life. Like, I get that. I, I kind of get that a little bit from this movie. But, um, I mean, yeah, it's it's super personal for sure. Mm. But, um, yeah, I mean, we can wrap up this movie, do some final thoughts on the season. Um, boy, what would this fucking be at Cafe Kurosawa? What's what's getting cooked up this time, man? <laughs> at Cafe Kurosawa. Uh oh man. Um all 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 these all these young chefs Co- 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 you know they're all they all made successful restaurants and they come back to this broken down restaurant and yeah. it's called this broken down restaurant cafe Kurosawa. yeah and it's like the lights aren't working because he doesn't use lights no more he yeah. just uses linseed oil <laughs> and uh, there's no electricity in there yeah yeah you know and he's just like he doesn't give a shit the chef Kurosawa doesn't give a shit no more and they're just like <laughs> Hey, you made all these made all these great dishes. Mm-hmm. We see that um, you know maybe you could use a little help. Yeah, you're and, sitting in here in the dark. Yeah, telling us that it's nighttime, so that's okay. Yeah, your restaurant's closed. Uh, but you know. here's a bunch of money and uh, get things going again, huh? Yeah. And Kurosawa just shrugs and says, "Fine." <laughs> and pulls and pulls out like his his old cookbook that he's been working on his entire life. Yeah, and uh, and decides to to and these are all recipes he made from his from dreaming. Yeah, yeah. So they're non, these some of them up, are yeah. nonsense. Yeah, and he had to somehow make them into something that makes sense. Some of them uh, are just like burnt inedible mm. just almost charcoal that's supposed to more, more so represent kind of a dark kind of idea more mm. than being like an ed, like yeah like like meal. like one meal is like like burnt fish that's radiated and it says this is burnt fish that's radiated it tells you it because of because of bad humans and that's yeah. what it's called like burnt because Fish of nuclear rate. energy. Yes. That's why this dish. That's why it's called. There's no subtlety. Yeah. <laughs> but there's also a dish that was a big hit during World War II mm. um, that, uh, you know, you cut into, you start eating, it's tasting good. And then there's just this rotten core to it. Mm. And you're like, oh. wow, what? Hmm. What, what does this mean? The, mm. the 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 core of this fish is rotten. <laughs> it's not only fish. Oh, sushi. Yeah, sushi. Yeah, sushi it's yeah. sushi. The yeah. you know, there's some nasty sour stuff going on mm. in the middle of the sushi. Yeah. But then you have like some classical dishes that come out and they're very beautifully made. Mm-hmm. And he shows like you know, he got one of the younger chefs to come in to make that with him. Yeah. And it actually tastes really good and it's charming. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. a very colorful palette of of sushis. 
Yeah. You know, from so a, a nice little like a peach accoutrement on the side Ooh, uh, to kind of uh, yeah. support the dish there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it, then it ends with, uh, you know, he comes out and he brings, you know, the final platter of food and he sits at the table with you mm. and, and he talks with you. <laughs> he and tells he, and he, you, he doesn't talk with you. Yeah. He kind of tell, he kind of talks <laughs> at you, you know, describing kind of like why he let the restaurant lapse. Yeah. Yeah. That fucking, that, that suit is what great. What is that? He looks like a Legend of Zelda character. He does. Tunic. He's a tunic, a tunic. Yeah. yeah. that's right. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then he sits at the table with you and he describes, listen, this is why my restaurant lapsed. This is why I burnt the fish. You know, little heavy-handed. I'm a very angry man. Uh, <laughs> that is That is me. And then he turns the lights off. You're still sitting in the fucking mm-hmm. restaurant with your food in front of you turns the lights off and he like walks across the river and you just never see him. You just again. never see him. He's gone. <laughs> you don't know what he did. Yeah, yeah that's dream. <laughs> that's dream. <laughs> I was going to say, he says, that's me. It's a bit of a mess. That's what I got. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I got. That's me. A bit of a mess. That's um, what I yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I, I think I like this movie a lot more than you did, but uh, I see I no, see your faults. No, no, I I, I yeah. like this movie. I really do. Okay, okay. I I yeah. I mean I I can't I can't justify some of the parts to it, mm-hmm. like we talked about. But I really like this. I still really like it because I really like I really like most of the vignettes. Yeah, I really yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think but, they're really well done, and I think they mm. thematically, um, most of them tie together. I think yeah. in interesting ways. Yeah. Well, you, you wanna you wanna go? And oh yeah, yeah. That? I guess I was saying my yeah. final thoughts. Um, yeah, I, I I think it was really affecting for me. I didn't expect it to be. I guess I expected something like I said at the beginning, like a little more abstract, and just the fact that even talking through it with like with you here and figuring out a few that I I didn't totally piece together watching it. Um, maybe because I had a, a my toddler was watching cartoons <laughs> next to me or something. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it was just a really interesting like end of career, like look back and like look inward on an artist, and um, mm. I think was a really perfect. Way. I'm really glad. Like we, this wasn't always going to be the movie we ended with. Uh, most I think most of the season. It, it wasn't on the docket, but, um, I kind of like read about, you know, read about it a little bit and was like, you know, yeah, I think that would be an interesting one to end on. And I think it really was, um, it just really feels like a goodbye. I mean, just the fact it's happening now on screen, but like you have this, this celebration of life at this funeral feels so fucking like, yeah, I mean, there, it just feels so intentional that like, uh, you know, the old Kurosawa, actor who's in this prior scene kind of like walks in front of the parade and he's like leading the charge for like the celebration of life. Mm-hmm. It ultimately makes me think that like, I don't know, Kurosawa contains multitudes. He's a very complicated man, but I think that ultimately, and he's like tr- committed suicide before tried to commit suicide that ultimately he is a man who like celebrated life and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 
enjoyed making art obviously. And, um, yeah, I, I, I really liked dreams a lot. I think, um, it's kind of up there for me with Kurosawa, which is, I didn't expect. I truly didn't. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like this one a lot. It's good. Yeah. I mean, like I, I think it's so different. It's so strange to see him do this sort of thing. Um, I think for the most part, like I really liked it. Um, just because of how how weird it is, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just it's an odd fucking. This is an odd movie, sure. and I yeah. kind of like it when um, directors go this path. Um, like I said before, I the the merits for me are the very like holier than thou stuff, the very like explicit um, talking down to the audience about like yeah, you can do that without doing what he did here, you know. And I think I think since he hasn't written. He didn't write for a long time. Maybe that's just like a fault of what happened. But I that's yeah, always the overwritten st- that I feel that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but otherwise, like it's so it's it's always it's kind of great to just see Kurosawa work with color. It's it's really weird, you know, and yeah. and cool. And he's he really like it. It, it kind of sucks because I wish that we had Kurosawa working with color just from the start of his career because I think he could have mm. done so many interesting things with it. Yeah. You know, um, as far as all the themes, like, you know, I like, I, I like, I, I like what he was trying to do with it as far as like how he did it. There's, you know, it's debatable. Um, I like how he did it in, in the blizzard and yeah, the peach yeah. orchard or orchid and, uh, maybe Vill- uh, which one's my favorite. Um, I think my favorite. I, I think the reason why I like this movie is because the the last part, the 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 last scene with the celebration, like you said, of of uh, the funeral of the of her like ending her long life was just so charming to me that I couldn't. It doesn't leave a bad taste in your mouth. For sure, you know yeah. it's just so. It's just so like you just feel like you're there celebrating. Yeah, this this woman's life that you don't even know, and because it's just so like I just love that ritual that they're doing, and mm. and it kind of made me sad because I was like, we need to have rituals like that where it's just like, it's a party, it's a party, yeah, definitely. you know. Um, but where does where does this rank for me? I don't know. I guess we're Ooh. just gonna have to find out now, huh? Yeah, I mean, we can we can definitely do our rankings now. Oh boy, I. So I, I, it's so funny because I texted you like get those rankings ready, and I didn't do mine. Uh, yeah, neither so, did I, sorry. <laughs> so we'll we'll fucking do it do it here live. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm looking at the list. I got it pulled up on the the letterboxed here. Do you have the Do you have the movies? Yeah, I have the list. Okay, right cool. Oh boy, we should do Kurosawa first, I guess. Right. All right, let's do it. All right, do you want to go first? No. All right, I will go first. <laughs> All right, let me just kind of scan over these real quick. Oh boy, it's on Letterbox, so it's like the it's like the Kurosawa lean, Kurosawa lean. So I do it, like say around. it. Number one. Wait, wait. Oh, oh are you starting from the one you like the most? Oh, should I? Yeah, no, I should start going, from the back. Yeah, Fuck we're it. going from the back, baby. Oh shit. Okay. No way. Let's do that. Yeah, okay. We always do that. We've never. I don't done know that. why the fu- why, why, why the fuck do- am I jumping the gun Whoa, going number one? God, okay. It's like you're 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 coming before you're jerking, man. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. You, okay. f- you finish first and then you start cranking your heart yeah, again, that's, right? That's how it works. That's how it works. That's how I've always done it. Um, so last for Curse, and I want to say, what do you I think say? for, I, yeah, this whole season, yeah, none of these movies I disliked. Yes. Yeah, just scanning we're over gonna, again. We're going to see yeah. that now. Yeah, none of these movies I disliked. They're all good. Man, I think I might have some fucking scorching hot takes on fucking Kurosawa. Scorching um, hot. Scorching hot ones. Uh, last for me, so we, in, we did six Kurosawa, five leans. It's a little imbalanced, but I yeah. wanted to add dreams. So in. let's add, so add, add the last two for Kurosawa then to even it out. At the last two, I was just gonna start at six. Oh, never mind. Cur- okay. Yeah, I'm stupid. Sorry. I just go six to one with Kurosawa, yeah, and then we'll go to lean yeah. after. Uh, six for Kurosawa. I'm going Throne of Blood. Throne of Blood. Throne of Blood, Blood is a movie that I liked a lot, but it felt a little redundant to movies of his that I've seen before. And it's doing a lot of interesting stuff. We had a whole episode about it. It's great, but I think for me, I think it's it's in it's in last for Kurosawa. Um, personally, should I just do all six of mine? For no, you? it's my turn. Oh, okay, your turn. Okay. <sighs> uh, dreams, yeah. Ooh, uh, dream, okay. Dreams okay. Is, is number six for me. Okay, I get that. Yeah. I, that's fair with what you, what we talked about it because yeah. uh, I had more. Um, just because, like, I, I, I literally just had more to say about what I didn't like about Dreams than the other ones, for sure. I got you. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, number five for me, scan over here. Hmm. You know, you can look at your Instagram and it shows all of them. Just right I, I'm all, like, in the same thing right here. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, it's just weighing a lot of different things, man. Number five. Say it, you coward. Dude, number five for me, I think, is going to be Rashomon. You coward. I, you know, Rashomon was great, and it was really experimental. And honestly, I need to, it's so funny, because I I remember saying this multiple times on that, I, I that episode. I know where we, all this is going that, uh, now. Do you, though? Yeah. We'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, on the Rashomon episode, I was even like, I'm going to watch it again, because I need to watch it again. I didn't watch it again. I'm sorry. I will. It, it'll definitely probably be higher once I see that movie again. But uh, yeah, just, uh, I mean, it was doing really cool revolutionary shit for a movie that came out in the forties. Um, but I think, I think it just didn't connect with me in the way that the, the later ones did personally. So yeah. What's I'll your five? say, uh, th- yeah. Throne of blood. Yeah. For okay, sure. for yeah. five? Yeah, Throne of yeah. Blood, for sure. Uh, I really like Throne of Blood, though, so don't, like, it's really good. Um, yeah. Shakespeare, Shakespeare is, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's just, it, it, I think it's merely on the rewatchability of that. I don't know if I'd watch Throne of Blood immediately as much as the remaining ones, I'll say. Yeah. If I'm going to weigh it in that way. That's so, that's my thinking too. Because yeah. like, yeah, because like I don't, you know, I don't really, I'm not really interested in watching Dreams again, honestly. And, yeah. And throwing blood as much, you know. Yeah. Good pick. Um. All right, four for me is going to be. B. This is where I'll put Dreams. I think. Uh. Yeah. Right, I mean good. the stuff. <laughs> yeah, the stuff with Dreams that uh affected me, really, like really, really affected me, and I was like, man, this is. 
you know, heavy handed, but it, it works on me. Um, fucking basic aspirant. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it, fuck, it works on me. And it was, uh, I, I didn't expect it to. And it's okay if it works hard. on you. It's yeah. Fine. I didn't expect it to, to kind of hit me as hard. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I like dreams, uh, quite a bit, but it, you know, it's four for me. Yeah. Mm. What's your four? This one, this one's a little difficult for me to. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have to go with, and I, I say this with like hesitation, honestly, uh, ran or Ron. Oh, okay. For four. Cause I, I, I love the nihilism and the colors and all the stuff that we, t- it's just like, I, I, it's hard. I like, I, I almost regret this final putting three, four. Yeah. Or, yeah. I dude. almost kind of regret putting her on there, but I'm, I just pulled the trigger and I'm, I'm sticking to it. You know, that's, that's totally fair. Yeah. So we're on, on three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, three. Oh boy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, three. I think I'm going to go, honestly, I'm going to go hidden fortress for three. Mm. Uh, and hidden fortress is a movie that is so, so much fun. Um, and it's kind of maybe as no seven samurai and hidden fortress are kind of the big kind of hit Kurosawa movies aside from his, you know, two samurai movies, um, or Yojimbo and Sinjuro. But, mm. uh, yeah, I just think, yeah, <laughs> the other two, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about them. So number three for me actually would be. I want to go Rashomon on that. Okay. All right. I go Rashomon because, uh, it's just because of what's, what's happening in the last two. Next. Yeah. Rashomon. I mean, hey. Yeah. Rashomon's great. Um, I mean, it, I almost thought at the beginning of the season, this would be Rashomon would be up, would be like number one, but yeah, it's I think weird. We yeah. Talked about in maybe that first episode that that was mm-hmm. like your favorite, uh, yeah. Kurosawa, you know, that you had seen at that point at least. Um, yeah, that's um, the most surprising thing that I see about myself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the surprising one for me is my number two. I, th- you know, I think is, is Ron, Ron fucking like blew me away. That movie has so much going on and is mm. beautiful. And, uh, yeah, it's so nihilistic and, you know, tribute to Shakespeare. It is, you know, heavily King Lear influence, but, uh, yeah, that one just, I was in, especially after mm. we talked more about it. Um, I was just like, man, I really, really liked watching that movie is that mm. was great. So yeah, that's my number two. And my number two hidden fortress because solely because of uh Mifune being a fucking badass in that movie. Yeah. And it, that's, that's like my biggest, cause I had to get, cause Mifune was an idiot, was evil in Rashomon and True. evil in Throne of Blood <laughs> <laughs> and a drunkard in Seven Samurai. Yeah. And I had to give badass Mifune, badass Mifune needed to, because we didn't cover yeah. Yojimbo Shinjiro. And that's the thing is like, I wanted at least, at least Hidden Fortress had represented cool samurai, For awesome sure. Mufune. Cause yeah. I needed, I needed some, I needed him in that. So that's why I chose Hidden Fortress. It's a good pick, man. Yeah. He's fucking two. badass in that. Yeah. The, um, the dual yeah. scene. Like, oh, yeah. The dude, horseback it's so riding. Good. So great. Yeah. Purely um, on action level. Yeah. Hey, and we fucking, we, we both all know. know. 
Seven well, Samurai, baby. Seven, how could how how could it be any other way? It's got to be. It's got to be Seven Samurai. Yeah. Who? It's kind of crazy how great that movie is. Yeah, dude. I'd, I mean, I'd watch it right now. That's how I'd good. Fucking, yeah. Exactly. It's three and a half hours long. Fuck it. You fucking tell me that they're <laughs> showing that at the draft house sure. at 11.30 p.m. I'd say, yeah, I'm going to go fucking now. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, it's, movie it's fucking rules. It's so good. God damn it. It's so fucking it's good. It's so fucking. It's like. How do you dispute it? It's hard to dispute. Dude, we talked. I think I our repeat episode myself. on that. Yeah, our episode of that is almost three hours long. Yeah, because we fucking because we were just like this movie kicks so much ass. The original Uh, Lord of the Rings. Where would Lord of the Rings be without this movie? Yeah, any where where would any like epic fucking movie be without Seven Samurai? It'd be it'd be fucking nowhere. We wouldn't exist. We wouldn't have anime. We wouldn't have anime. Maybe a better world, but listen, I'll take it because we have Seven Samurai. Yeah, I think I'll take that trade off for sure because Seven yeah. Samurai. Um, God damn it. It's so fucking good. Uh, shit. Okay, we got to do leans. Uh, I can go yeah. first on this one. Let me just uh, weigh these here as fewer. Wait, wait. I go I go first. Oh, you, you can go first. Yeah, go you, first. Yeah. Um, 100% Passengers India is mm. my least. I feel like we might that, have the same. No, we're gonna we'll have a see. different list. I think we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That's 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 fair. That is mine too. Uh, it, Passage just, to India. It's so you know, lot going on. <laughs> it, it's so like it, it's one of those. It's one of those movies that you know, like we we talk about, like the English Patient or like yeah, the King's Speech, where it's like oh this controversial thing happens and it's so dramatic and it affects everybody. Yeah. And although I appreciate those explorations, yeah, I don't think it's very interesting to me. That's yeah. You saying that is kind of exactly what I was going (laughs) to say. I was like, I respect the movie for what it's doing. Yeah. It's like delving into like complicated matters and it's like getting into gray territory I still, you know, it's fifth, but I think fucking Dr. Aziz kicks ass. He's a great character. Um, but yeah, I mean, with what what else there is, I, I think it's uh, my clear fifth. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Four? Uh, four. Four, 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 four. Oh, man. This the four, four is hard. And I'm just going to have... Sometimes you just got to go with it, right? You just got to fucking... I'm just stalling. You just got to grip it and rip it and say, you know, I'm going to commit to this number four. Okay. Yeah, do it. Oh, okay. And but it's going to be, gotcha. it's, <laughs> it's going to be this and I'm, and I'm sure about it. Brief encounter. Okay. All right. All right. And I say that because it was so hard <laughs> to choose that as four. That's yeah. That's very, you know? these are classics, man. These are, it's because yeah, I fucking, I like brief encounter a lot. Yeah. I think it's so good. Yeah. I think I for, it. for its time, it's it's fucking fantastic. Um, yeah, for sure. Very memorable. I would watch that movie again. Um, I think it's very realistic too. I think like you mm. could definitely see this happening like today. And yeah, I love all the I love the cinematography. You you get to see Train Man, Train Man. Uh, oh boy, lean. leaning into those trains, baby. Making it four yeah. does not mean. I mean, it's just so it's hard. I feel bad, but you know that's just. Nature of the game, nature of the game. Yeah, Um, yeah, four for me is gonna be Doc Z. 
Listen, yeah, it's good. It's fair. It's good. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a fair choice. It's a, it's a good epic. Omar Sharif's great in it. Mm. Um, another one of those, like, like we talked a, a, like a lot about with Lean. Mm. He's making these epics that are about complicated things, situations, and people. And it's yeah. just, it's wild he was able to, or he was allowed to do that with as much money. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Doc Z's still a great movie. Uh, number four for me, I think. See, Dog Z is the next one for me. Be- okay, and I, yeah, I yeah. made it beat Brief Encounters because the sheer scope of Dr. Z. Like, okay. it, it is like, yeah, yeah. It is so grand. Yeah. And that's what I fucking appreciate about, yeah. you know, yeah. that movie is that you have a lot of shit going on and you don't know where it's going, but you're along for the ride. And I just love the. You're in that train period, car, man. and you're in that train. You're always in that fucking train. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're Omar Sharif's holding your hand. Say we're going to explore communist Russia. All His right, eyes are just <laughs> wet with condensation, and he's like staring into your soul. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it's a good pick. Um, wait, what are we on three? Three. Uh, I'm yeah, on three. three. We're on, yeah, you're on three. That was your three. Yeah, that was my okay. Three. My oh, God <laughs> damn, you it. have to say it now. All right. Say it. Bridge on the River Kwai. Yeah, yeah. Listen, man, it's this final three is fucking so coward. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, not Noel Coward's Brief Encounter. Why does it say Noel Coward's Brief Encounter? Is it the author of the book? Oh, it was the writer, I guess. Mm. Interesting. I just saw Coward and made that connection. Yeah, um, yeah Bridge on the River Kwai was one that, you know, was a, a first-time watch when we did it for the pod. Mm. And I was, yeah, I mean, it fucking blew me away. It's so fucking good. Um, yeah, just the the extent that it can be an epic, but get into, like, very messy, interesting characters. Alec Guinness is incredible in that, um, you know, but number three for me still, I think. Oh, man. You're on two. Oh, oh. two. Oh, oh boy. No. Ooh. What should I do? Hey, you ain't gonna hurt any feelings here, man. <laughs> you be you. I'm surprised I haven't hurt your feelings in all the no, in man, our entire no. decade long relationship. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I'm just gonna say it. Say it. <laughs> Lord <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. We're done. Turn this <laughs> off. Turn the fuck no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, no, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I, I that that makes sense know. with how you how how I surprised am. you were with with Bridge, I think, and how kind of I, taken with that movie. I think, yeah, because yeah, I've I I think I've seen Lawrence of Arabia before, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not Lawrence of Arabia was is fucking rules. Like there's nothing, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that movie. It's it's great. It's a fucking epic. Yeah. Wow, it feels like years since we did that podcast. It was a while back. <laughs> it was a while back. <laughs> Some breaks. Um, yeah. But yeah, we also had you know, a lot of movies here. But, you know, mm-hmm. Arab Larry is, uh, is, is just this epic movie, and it's a classic, and I'm sure everyone has heard, you know, just repeated dialogue on how great this movie is is a classic and definitely a must watch for everybody. And so I can't like, I mean, it's number two for a reason. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, yeah, everyone yeah. knows what my number one is now, but you know. I mean, hey, man. What is, what's, what's your number two? It's, I, first of all, I can't believe you did that. That being said, my number two is uh, Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> also, what? Also, you, I know. Is, I know. That is out of. Listen, that I know. Is, that is I know. left field. I know. Well, you should hate yourself. I, I do. But listen, the thing is, these two are so fucking close. And it's very much like for very different reasons, clearly, right? Like, yeah. But I think that... Uh, lean is a guy who can do very kind of, uh, you know, different types of movies. And, uh, uh, Lawrence of Arabia is like one of maybe the best epics ever made. Uh I fucking love that movie so much. Um, it has one of the best scores, some of the best cinematography ever filmed. Um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I love that movie. We, we talked a lot about it, but, uh, so, oh fuck. So your number one is bridge. And it's because Al Guinness fucking rules, dude. Yeah. I fucking love him being like, I don't know. I think it's just because like, I like, I like, I like war movies and I like the whole, you I like, like, you like guys being dudes. Yeah. Dudes I like being guys bros. being bros, yeah. dude. And then you mix <laughs> it up with like actual, like great moral, morally gray shit at the end. Yeah. Which was fucking sick. The ending it's is just so like, good. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, man, like, I have a pretty clear picture on who's good and who's bad. And then things go awry when, like, the special ops shit happens. Mm-hmm. And you, like, you have this, like, inner feeling of just, like, oh, fuck. Like, I never, it's it's, it, it, it's so hard. I wish I had better words for it. But it's rare when you, when I watch a movie and I was just like, oh no, oh no, oh no, yeah. oh no. Like, it's so the, tense. The, the, the f- climax. Yeah, because you're like, you were invested in the bridge. <laughs> yeah. And you knew it was being built for the enemy. And you were with Guinness the whole time. Mm. And then you're like, wait a second. The American is coming in and doing a special ops. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Because why wouldn't he? <laughs> but then you're yeah. like, and so you're confused and you're like, Oh God, what, what, what am I, what, what, what do I want to happen here? And yeah, I don't know what exactly. I want it to like happen puts, here. It puts you against yourself. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, it's that's what was so great about it. Yeah. And also uh, Hideo Kojima like, likes that movie too. So, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He that's probably a, got some like inspiration with the whole special ops thing. Yeah. yeah. I, could, I could see that. That's another one I would, fucking kill to see on a big screen yeah that would be such, such a, good, a great epic yeah um a lot of leans i mean a lot of kurosawa's too but um yeah i mean and number one you know just just fucking barely and it's a different type of movie but brief encounter i just fucking i think that movie is so special and just the fact that it came out in 45 uh kind of mm. boggles my mind a little bit like we talked a lot about on that episode how modern it feels and how um you know interiority uh mm. plays a yeah, huge role that, that yeah we we, yeah. we said that word a ton on that episode and like never again it, it's going to be on the the pop quiz for the listeners like yeah. what does define interiority define interiority uh which episode and is pic- that said 486 yeah. times two <laughs> what is pictorialism what is pictorialism <laughs> yeah um yeah i just think that's yeah. like you know, I've seen that movie a few times now and it's, uh, it's just like a new favorite. Like I, I love finding old movies that you're like, wow, this is a classic for a reason. And that's kind of like the theme of this, uh, season in a lot of ways, I think. Mm. But, um, yeah, man. So 
good season. Great season. Great season. You know, took us a while to finish, you know, such is life. Um, I mean, who cares, right? It doesn't matter. Who's who's counting? Who's counting? Are y'all out there counting? And if you are, great. I'm glad. (laughs) Yeah, you're a big fan. (laughs) You're a big fan if you're counting out there. Yeah. It is, yeah. I really enjoyed this season. I think, I think, um, I think, uh, it's so good to go back to these directors and, you know, maybe a lot of our listeners, you know, won't, won't bother with some of these old guys and that's fine. I get it. Yeah. I get it. There's like, um, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's, uh, the, the Avengers cut. movies. <laughs> we said. I know. Like that's fucking we both went to superheroes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there's all the, there's the, the winter soldiers and, the. Mm-hmm. And in the Wanda's Wanda Vision, yeah, I mean, you know, those are fun, right? Like, if you want to, you know, subscribe to Delphin Pod, maybe, and go listen to them. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with those things, honestly. There isn't. I know I sound like I'm like kidding around, but like, you know, enjoy whatever you want, right? Yeah, yeah. I just think that's also cool to like look back and like all those people who make those films also were inspired by these. These classics. I mean, I don't think we would have any of those films, the you know, yeah, the Marvels and the DCs, mm-hmm. without good old good old Lean and good old Kurosawa. You know, yeah, for sure. I mean, they. I mean, we picked them because they were two of the biggest kind of classic influencers of. Uh, <laughs> I hate that I use the word influencers because it has yeah. this whole connotation now. Yeah. But but truly, like in the original. Uh, you know, description of what that is. It's like they they really influenced like a whole generation and generations of people. Mm. And I thought like, you know, we've done eight kind of seasons of this show already. We should like turn around, hop in the fucking tenant box, walk in the other direction <laughs> and fucking take a look at some older movies. Uh, and it was really rewarding. And we mm-hmm. found some like really great movies that, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, like a bunch of new, like new favorites for, you know, of mine are in this batch of movies we watch. So, Mm. um, watch old movies. Uh, they're great. You know, watch all the movies we did this watch. Maybe most of the movies we did this season. Um, but, uh, what are you excluding there? I mean, no, they're all worth watching. (laughs) I was going to say maybe, you know, maybe, uh, a passage to India, maybe a throne of blood. You swap out with like Sanjuro or Yojimbo or something. I mean, uh, I'd, I'd swap out dreams with Sanjuro. Yeah, yeah, probably. If you, I mean, like to me, like dreams is kind of like if you want to keep going down the Kurosawa rabbit hole, sort of thing. Like, don't, don't, don't go to dreams yeah. if you're not interested in Kurosawa. Yeah, if you like, don't want to see you, Kurosawa's dreams, don't watch Kurosawa's dreams. Yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> yeah, like Sanjiro and and Yojim, Yojimbo are more palatable. Yeah, but, sure, you know. for sure. Yeah, passage um, India is like you know. Well, if you if you like King's Speech and you like English Patient, you know you'll enjoy uh, some good performances and uh, mm-hmm. moral quandaries. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, man, good season. There's a lot of fun doing that that dive into some classic movies. Oh boy, I mean, do Is you have any time? other final thoughts? Is it time? I think. Um. Or sh- or is this a bonus episode reveal? <laughs> Cause we do oh, that too. Shit, I forgot that we do bonus episodes. Mm. Well, let's just let's just uh, say, I guess, just to cap it all off. Yeah. Thank you, Brent, for 
joining me on this journey for, yeah. you know, exploring these old directors. And thank you, listener, for listening to them and yeah. uh, appreciating these 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 late filmmakers yeah they're both dead <laughs> yeah they're both they're both That's, long dead unfortunately yeah, yeah truly yeah, yeah thanks man um another great season mm-hmm. if you if you listen through all these episodes god bless you we love you so much um, yeah i don't know how we know. can express our thanks yeah, yeah for sure we i mean it was definitely a gamble being like let's do some like movies and old directors and yeah because it's not it's not shit that lights up the charts and it, it definitely wasn't on our on our numbers uh there definitely were Still a lot of people listening, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, we saw that. We saw that dip. And uh, listen, I will say for next season, mm. we're getting a little modern. Just a little, little bit. Modern. A little, little bit. Just a little maybe bit. the most bit, actually. Maybe the, most. maybe the hardest pivot we've ever done. And maybe we shouldn't <laughs> reveal it now. Yeah, I think yeah. we shouldn't. Uh, you know, we but will, you we, will we see. We do have them set in stone. Yep, Wait, did we set. reveal it? Huh? Did we kind of reveal it already? Well, they know Snyder. Okay, well, because <laughs> we did the Justice League. Uh, y'all know Snyder's coming. Y'all know. Y'all you know, know Snyder. Y'all know Snyder. ZS, he's in. ZS is in. Uh, the other person you'll find out soon. Oh yeah. On a, on a bonus episode. Yep. Um, I also wanted to announce here that uh, I think we're going to be going to kind of a permanent bi-weekly thing just to give us kind of the, the room. otherwise... Uh, specified in a tweet or something or on an yeah. episode. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, we can go, <laughs> you know, whatever's convenient. You yeah, know, I, was, I was just thinking, like, the bi-weekly thing, I think, gives us enough space to yeah. where if we're going to have a big gap that it makes room yeah. for. So, you know, just expect and, more of a bi-weekly thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're listening, I don't think you give a shit, but... You know. I don't think most people... I mean, most yeah. people know that we're fucking workshopping it live over here. Listen. Yeah, we're just... We're just... We're having fun. Yeah. You know? We're having a good time. No one expects anything out of us. That's true. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have uh, Amazon Music yeah. trying to trying to hit us up for a sponsorship or... Oh, uh, I mean, we'll welcome it. Sure. Yeah, what, what do you Music. want us to say? Hey, everybody out there, listen... To Amazon Music, <laughs> if that's what is that what they want us to say? What you just say? start doing the ads, and then they like realize. Yeah, doing, I don't right? feel like it's selling out if you just say something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't. Maybe Amazon's. I mean, maybe it's great. they have a pretty know. good Amazon Music. Is pretty good. Listen, <laughs> Mass Effect Legacy uh, Legendary Edition is out. It's a lot of fun. Go go pick that up. Winky EA. Winky Bioware or EA. It's VEA, those fucking ass. That's true. Yeah. That's totally would be. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, I think that's kind of it. Listen in the next couple of weeks for uh a bonus episode. Yes. Pretty excited for that. Um at least one, maybe two. We'll see. We'll see what we'll see uh, how it all plays out. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, go listen to all the Delphin Pod shows. Check out their uh, Patreon content. There's a lot of cool stuff up there. Some um, Oscar stuff that uh, Emmanuel and I talked about. Um, some Star Wars book club stuff. Um, Countdown Strikes Back. Go check that out. Uh, we're doing the Bad Batch show now. That's happening. Oh, okay. 
Um, do you that, know about the that, Bad Batch? Do you know what that it, is? Are, are they like Rainbow Six or something? It, it it's actually you. It's actually I thought multiple times that like you would actually like this. Yeah, show. I figured. Yeah. Uh, the main guy is a like they're all rogue clones who are like modeled after like Commando people. Oh, that's so cool. it's it's yeah it's it's a lot of fun. Well, isn't wasn't there a video game where you play as like the, the yeah stormtroopers? Um, yeah. yeah, what was it? Not Rogue Squadron. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there. yeah, the. Uh, yeah, it's like Rainbow Six, basically. Yeah. But this one's more like literally an 80s Arnold Schwarzenegger movie oh, of, like, cool. of, of uh, clone troopers, basically. Um, but yeah, we're talking that new show, and uh, it's really good so far, so go check that out. And do we have any other plugs? Um, Can't think of anything. Cover Stories, I think, is coming back. Cover Stories, soon. yeah. Yeah. So great, good, Yeah, awesome. I think that's about it. Yeah. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening mm-hmm. to the season. And thank you for all our our guests that was on the season as well. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was fewer than normal. Mm-hmm. Next season, I think we're gonna we're gonna fill up the mm-hmm. fucking docket full. Of yeah, I think things are all settling down here in the pandemic. It's so gonna great. be crowds of people. We're gonna have yeah, like we're gonna six have people on each episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna just go to a stadium. And everyone just yells at the mic. The whole podcast yeah. is that for three cacophonous hours just just a nice real avant-garde shit real <laughs> akira core solid yeah, some dream dreams. shit yeah um <laughs> yeah on that note uh thanks for listening and uh tune in next time on director oh. showdown director showdown <laughs> bye see ya <laughs>